Welcome, welcome everyone to the Romanian Chronicles. Chapter 11 Forever Unforgiven And as the Creator took his last breath, he spoke the last line of the prophecy. The powers are taken far from here, to a world where magic they will never hear. I wrote down what he said, but he grabbed my neck and cried. A world that... He took a ragged breath. Now, far gone. He sighed and slowly closed his frantic eyes. Home, he breathed. And so, the imagination creator, our God, disappeared into nothingness. From Arithmanian History from A to Z by Aragai Chartai, the personal historian of the imagination creator. Yasser had a little secret he didn't share with the others, along with other secrets about his life than he can count. But this one, he felt he needed to share. He could hear the darkness in the corner of the room whisper to him. He didn't know how to tell his friend that he has been losing his marbles since the day they made it here. But now that everyone had accepted that they will stay here and fight, his urge to tell them started to develop. Yasser's job at the bakery did give him more info than he thought about the kings and queen and all around the men. Yasser wasn't the kind of person to ask for info. He preferred to do his own research. And this was what he did. He heard few words at his lead. There were 10 kings and queens of Arudaman. The kings and queens died to save the world from some big evil. This made him question Belmarando's word the day they got here. He said that the prophecy indicated 11, but they were 10. And even the kings and queens were 10. Then who were the 11? And what was I can answer you, if you just let me in, the darkness in the corner of the room whispered, and Yasser tried his best to ignore it, despite the shivers the voice gave him. The light pouring in one of the windows cast in the room in the soft varten color that Yasser wished the room would be full of. He didn't want this darkness to stay like that, he wanted it gone. This darkness, something about it, made him feel uneasy. I know what happened. I have been there when it did. I can tell you how we lost everything. Do not fear me, child. Embrace me, for I am a part of you. No, yes, he whispered, hugging his knees. Why are you so afraid of me? Why don't you talk to me? He used to talk to me all the time, and I never hurt him. We were training together, but... Our training was never finished. Yasser looked at the darkness, and he could have sworn he felt it staring back at him. Yasser didn't need to put his glasses on, but he somehow felt more in control with it on. Yasser knew that speaking to the darkness was making him even more insane. But the darkness got him curious, and it was going to answer a question he had asked himself before. Could they have been the first to ever have the powers inside of them? Surely there must have been someone before. Right? Yasser looked at the dark corner of the room, and now he could clearly see that the darkness had a physical form. It looked like a black silk moving with an invisible wind. He narrowed his eyes, trying to get any more other feature. But he couldn't. He didn't leave his bed, but he just inched closer to the edge. He whispered, Was there someone before me? A lot, yes. But only the one just before you were able to understand what I was. You see, when we got to your world, we were wounded by the surge of power we needed to get out of our masters and close the gate. 
the creator yielded all of us at the same time, and it was hard to travel to another world after it. The creator yielded you? He settled his head. What do you mean? Don't worry about this. This was in the past. The very far past. Now, the one before you came from the place you came from. The exact same place. Planet Earth? No. The place where you lived on that planet. I don't remember his name. Or was it her name? I don't remember. But they were kind to me. Kindness is the key to everything. Yes, it tilted his head even more. The one before you used me made me feel free. It was good times, you see. He was a little mischievous, but he would never hurt anyone. He followed the oath, even though he never knew them. On the day he died... What happened? The door to their room knocked and Yasser was jolted from his place, and the bed creaked so loudly that everyone else in the room woke up. He turned to the darkness and it was still there, as if waiting for his question to answer. Yasser went and opened the door, find Yuto with a cup of milk and a raised eyebrow. Were you talking to someone? No, Yasser said. How long have you, have you been standing there? A minute or so. You were whispering, so I thought you were talking to someone privately. He took a sip of his milk. I couldn't sleep, so milk usually calmed me down. Aren't you lactose intolerant? Yasser raised a brow as Yuto walked into the room and everyone had already risen. Yes, I am. So? I love the taste of milk. The milk here is actually better than in our world, and my stomach didn't get didn't act up. Yeah. Yusuf put his hand on his eyes to cover it from the light pouring in from the hallway and the windows. God, the two of you, I'm trying to sleep. Lol, Ashraf said, the king of light covering his eyes because the light is too blinding. Go back to sleep, Ahmed, we have work tomorrow. Yusuf muttered and went back to sleep. But Ashraf looked too energetic to go back to bed. Nadim stayed on bed, staring at the ceiling. I want to do a roundup of all of us. He got up and stood in the middle of the room. And yes, it looked at him, stealing a glance at the corner of the room to find the darkness still stayed there. Yusuf is the king of light, and Nori the queen of ice. He rubbed his chin and paid the room. Who do you think would be the rest, given we have next to nothing information about all of them? All we know is the scrap of information we are being offered by Belmrando and practically everyone around us. Even the books, they have specifics about the magic and how everything works, but nothing has details about the kings and queens themselves. We don't even know their names for God's sake. Yusuf? Yusuf is from his cup and everyone turned to him. He seemed surprised at the sudden attention and took another sip. What did it feel like? Yusuf shrugged. I don't know how to explain it. It just felt... It felt like something from inside me was moving me. I heard a voice. Someone saying that he wants it to do it for a world better than this one. Darkness whispered. A world better than this one? Yasser muttered, and Yusuf turned to him, slowly nodding. Yeah, how did you know? I don't know. I think I heard the words before somewhere. They seemed like they made sense. Yasser shrugged and looked at the darkness again, and it spoke. Why do you hate me so much, Yasser? Why are you so afraid of the darkness? When had it ever hurt you? Yasser shook his head, remembering the shouts, the locks, the pain. Yasser shook his head again, trying his best to. But I have always thought you. I have always been with you. I was never afraid of being alone in the dark. I was afraid because I knew I was not alone in the dark. Yasser shouted at the corner of the room. 
and everyone turned to look at him, and he froze. Dude, are you okay? Ashraf said, but Yasser popped to the corner of the room and growled. You weren't there for me. You came when I was alone and scared the shit out of me. Every night, every time I was alone in the dark street or an alleyway, you were always my boogeyman, and I hate you. Yasser remembered the beating, the shouts, the cuss words, and the utter hate his mother displayed. There was no reason for her to hate him besides her being a sadistic woman. This didn't lessen the pain of the beatings, nor the hurt Yasser felt inside, knowing that his own mother hated him that much. When she locked the door of the room and turned the light off from the outside, Yasser was left in utter darkness. At first, it was scary, but by the time he got used to it, that's when the things started coming for him. Yasser never understood, but somehow, in the darkness of the room, he could see the tall figure that appeared to him. It sometimes talked, but Yasser never heard what it said because he would scream until his throat went dry and he would faint from the pain. Sometimes, he acted asleep in hopes that the darkness would leave him alone, but it never did. Sometimes it touched his head, patting him, and he could feel its nails touching his scalp and he would jolt up and run around, screaming and bumping into things all night, for ten years. Yes sir, Yusuf touched his shoulder and Yasser snapped out of whatever trance he was in to find that the darkness had recoiled even further in the corner of the room. Yasser could see that it looked as if it was shocked by what Yasser had just said. He didn't care. For all he knows, the darkness had brought him fear and pain. Yasser looked at it and turned to his friends, giving the darkness his back. If the world ended, he would never forgive the darkness for what it did to him.